Hey guys, welcome to In Between Game Day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Marcellus. And I am Brandon, your other co-host. And what we are, we're a fantasy football podcast, the best fantasy football podcast around. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and we're just going to talk about everything from news, strategies, what to do on game day, stress relievers for those big games. Yeah, we are here to help you win that trophy. That is our goal. We want to see everybody that listens to us wearing gold at the end of the year. Except if you're in my league, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so follow uh, our links in the bio for our Twitter and our Instagram. Absolutely, and we will follow you all back and keep you guys posted with when we're sending in our next episode on our social media. All right, and remember, guys, the waiver wire is sometimes your friend. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of In Between Game Day. I am your host, Brandon. And I'm your other co-host, Marcellus. And we are back with another week of breaking down our top 10 players at positions. Today, we're going to go over running backs. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> An interesting group, not a lot of consensus when you check uh, different websites, go to different fantasy experts. Top five are pretty much the same, and after that, it's a pretty much a free-for-all. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, just a matter of who you like, really, at that point. Yeah, pretty much. And after going over our list, I don't think we have a consensus with much of the top experts either. But we're going to go through our top 10 uh, fantasy running backs. And we are going by PPR standards. Obviously, we are not doing standard anything. So let's just put that out there. PPR or nothing, please. It's 2022. That's all I'm saying. All, like, all we're talking about is, is it is it uh is it half point or a full point? That's all we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Is it a half point or full? <laughs> but yeah, PPR for sure. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get us started off with the obvious number one overall pick that should be in fantasy football, uh, Jonathan Taylor. After mm-hmm. the season he had last year, and for him and for him to be so dominant, the dude didn't even have a 30 yard uh, carry game until week eight and blew the competition away. Um, I do believe if Derrick Henry was still healthy, he would have finished top because he was still a top what tw- 15 fantasy running back for like weeks after <laughs> yeah. he was hurt. That's yeah. the craziest yeah. part. I know, yeah, that dude's an absolute monster. But Jonathan Taylor, yeah, with, with him not getting injured with that injury risk with uh Derrick Henry after last year, you gotta go Jonathan Henry. So I tried to say, I combined Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is your number one overall running back. The power, the speed, the touchdown production. Yeah, he's got to be your first pick. Yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty much on the same consensus there. I'm not going to waste you guys' time. If Brandon's on the money with it. You know, I'm just going to agree with him on that because that that's just a no-brainer. Uh, you, you pick Jonathan Taylor. He's got a better quarterback now. I mean, I would consider Matt Ryan better than uh, Carson Wentz. Hundred so percent. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so he's got a better quarterback now, who which which will help him out because they you can't stack the box as much. You know, Matt Ryan can still got can still dart dart you up a little bit. So, um, I like that aspect, especially especially. Um, he might be able to catch more passes out the backfield because they're throwing better. It's a lot more that he can do. Uh, with just a new quarterback change. I mean, they have to change the whole offense. You don't run the same offense. You run for Carson Wentz with Matt Ryan. That's just not going to work. So I'm excited to see that. Like Brandon said, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, man. 1,800 yards, 
18 touchdowns. I mean, to only two receiving touchdowns. Like I said, that might that might bounce up more. We saw what Cordero Patterson did last year, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, no, tr- truly, yeah. He, I'm gonna keep rolling with that dude. I mentioned uh, Derrick Henry is my would, would be pretty much next up for me. Um, obviously, you don't get the production out the um, um, with uh, catches, but he is so dominant on the ground, multiple touchdown games th- for the last three, four years. He is Crazy. just he's so steady. He is so steady. Like we said, even with that injury, he was still a top 15 running back. That's how dominant he was in the first half of the season. So, yeah, you can't go wrong with Derrick Henry. This is his first injury. I like. I, I don't expect it to be something reoccurring. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to him just keep on rolling and be a top five running back like he's been the past four years. Definitely agree with that. The only uh, downside, you know, is A.J. Brown is gone. So, the threat on the outside may be a little bit different, but I still have faith in Derrick Henry. I mean, listen to these stats. In eight games, the man had 219 <laughs> rush attempts. Uh, I'm trying to tell you. 937 yards with 10 touchdowns in eight games. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's a 2,000. And you got to remember, the, the eighth game, he got hurt. So it's not like he could have had more yards than that. He could have had this is easily a 2,000-yard season. I just listed out right there, especially with the extra game because it's 17 games now. So, um, so yeah, Derrick Henry is like the mold of consistency. Like, the man's a soldier. And he and he came back for the for the playoffs. Yeah. You got to think about that, too. You get your foot hurt week eight or week nine, week eight or, eight or nine. And you come back for the playoffs, and you still play. Obviously, he wasn't a hundred percent, but you still play. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, no, so true. Um, yeah, that dude's so dominant. And my third, my my third running back. Um, should be no surprise. He's not a big name, but he's just so dominant in the passing game. Austin Eckler, man, this dude is just an absolute monster. Um, and this year, he really, he really stepped it up in terms of his rushing uh, this year. He had 206 attempts for 900 yards rushing and uh, 12 touchdowns on the ground. But the receiving is where he really brings that huge aspect of being a top fantasy running back. 94 targets last year, 647 yards and eight touchdowns receiving. Like, I mean, dude, like, dude's just a monster. Crazy. He's just an absolute monster. So yeah, Austin Eckler's my next guy. Uh I can't really I can't really argue against that. Um because we you gotta think about it like this, guys. We're going round by round, or I'm sorry, pick by pick. So, you know, if you're up and this guy's still on the board at number four, who who are you taking over him? I mean, number I'm sorry, I said number four. We're talking about number three. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. I'm a little early. Number number three, um, like who are you taking over this man? Besides the two people we just named, uh, I think Austin Eckler is a great option. Like Brandon was saying, he's a dual threat, and there's not dual threats in PPR. I mean, that's and you're in a high powered offense, so it, he's he's in a great position with a great quarterback. Um, yeah, I th- I think you can't go wrong with Austin Eckler, and to put into context. 206 attempts in 16 games 
and Derrick Henry had 219 in eight games. Eight. I know, man. <laughs> it's just it's absurd. Yeah. Yeah, and, and my next one uh, is going to be a top rookie from last year. Uh, Najee Harris, if only his quarterback would be better, I would put him up higher. But I think he's just going to get so many carries that he's that his production is going to be undeniable. He was dominant last year, 300 carries last year, 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, uh, 74 receptions, 467 yards, three touchdowns. So you got a dual threat running back, can do it all, pass, catch. It's just – is that offense going to be productive with Mitch Trubisky behind it? I don't know. So I so I believe he's going to be used a whole lot more because they've got no quarterback really, and I I believe I tr- I trust him. So yeah, Najee Harris is going to be my next guy. Okay, okay. I think I'll switch it up uh, with you on this one. Instead of Najee, I would go with Dalvin over Najee, uh, mainly for that what you just said. I don't know what I'm gonna get out of the quarterback position. I just I think that my fear with Najee is throughout the season they might start to stack the box because nobody can hurt him on the outside. They still have great receivers, you know, Deontay Johnson and uh Claypool. So they can still get open and a pat fire move. But um yeah, that that's my only fear with that. And you know, Dalvin Cook is consistent. He does get hurt. For at least what, like a game or two a year, <laughs> consistently. So, yep. um, like he played thirteen games last season. So you know you're not going to have him the whole year. That's the only knock on him. That will, you know, that's a very important knock. Um, but still, two hundred forty nine attempts, uh, almost twelve hundred yards, eleven fifty nine yards, six only six rushing touchdowns and zero receiving touchdowns. So that that's a little different. Um, than what we're used to seeing out of Dalvin, but I still think he's he's a great great option. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. He's my next guy. He's he's number five for me. So pretty much what you just talked about is the injuries for me. So last year he finished number fifteen in terms of PPR um, running backs. He finished behind Derrick Henry. Who only played eight games because of his injuries as well, and he had some games where he just didn't do much because that passing attack for the Vikings is just so potent. Uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, um, Adam Thielen are just absolute monsters, and they got pass happy in a lot of games last year. So it, yeah. it really did like lower his value. So I still love Dalvin Cook. Um, like 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 you said, you can't trust him for 16 games. He's a dominant back though. Did have a little bit of a dip last year, so I still have him as number five for me. But yeah, I did push him down because of those things. Completely understand. And, you know, the, these are the guys that, like like we were saying, these are the guys, if, if you get if you have to get these people, you might be a little disappointed you didn't get, you know, the Taylor or the Henry, but you're not mad. Like, yeah. you know, you have a solid a solid guy right there. 100%. And um, I'm going to throw in my number five with uh, Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb is very consistent. You know, that that's one of the things you'll hear us preach throughout the uh throughout the whole year the whole part the whole entire football season is consistency um 14 games 1259 rushing yards eight rushing touchdowns uh, and a receiving touchdown but i think um you know he had baker mayfield back there and i think that with deshaun watson even though he has to sit out uh it's eight games am i correct or six games yeah it was eight eight, eight games yeah so that's, you know, half the season. 
I think that back half of the season it's going to open up a lot. I mean, you can't you can't stack the box on Deshaun Watson. He is going to light you up. So I think that will definitely help out Nick Chubb. I mean, you got to think he had most of his career with um, Baker Mayfield, and Baker had some decent games, but come on now. exactly like we're not going to lie to ourselves here so but i think with a great quarterback he he's going to open up a lot he's going to open up a lot nice so my next running back uh he finally had his breakout season we've been talking about this guy for a couple of years but joe mixon he finally tore it up like he was supposed to what we thought he would Mm -hmm. come out of college um 1200 yards seven sorry 13 rushing touchdowns crazy yeah finally 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 was productive in terms of touchdowns, uh, 300 uh, receiving yards, 315 receiving yards on 42 receptions and three uh, uh, passing touchdowns. Sorry, three receiving touchdowns. So he finally broke out like we thought he would. Dude's dominant. Um, it, the only thing is the injury bug for him as well. There's a lot. There's going to be a recurring theme with these guys. He was the number three fantasy running back last year. Um, so, yeah, he kind of broke that curse. Um, and, yeah, he had a great season. Still can't put him over the guys that have been doing it for year in, year out for the past couple of years. So that's why I still have a guy like Dalvin Cook over him, even though he had a much better season last year. Um, but, yeah, Joe Mixon is somebody I would not be mad if he's my number one running back. You're not mad at all. You are. Yep, I agree 100%. You are not mad at all because you, you know he's going to get opportunities because they, they can't throw the ball every down, and they have to be respected. I mean, you have to respect those three guys out there. Especially yeah. Burrow. You, you yeah. have to. <laughs> like, it's going to be a long day if you don't. So, um, yeah, I like Joe Mixon for that. He can do it all out the backfield. He can run, catch. So, it's a great, great, uh, great, great option. Especially since they got um a new offensive line. Well, you know, picked up somebody on the offensive line. So, that should be even better for him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 100%. Who's your guy? Uh, so I agree with you with the Joe Mixon pick, but I will uh can keep it moving here. I'm gonna pick somebody that you know was a little iffy. Um, not not his talent talent wise, but just where I have him up. I have Aaron Jones up here. Yep. Um, I just think without Devontae Adams, you know Aaron Rodgers is you put him Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, anybody out there, he was gonna throw it to him. But Devontae Adams is a big, a big loss, man. And um, losing MVS as well. Those are two big guys. I think they're going to have to lean on Aaron Jones more. Um, 15 games, almost pretty much 800 rushing yards, four touchdowns, and six reception touchdowns. So we all know what happens with the, with the uh, goal line touchdowns. Devontae Adams, I mean, he's un- he's unguardable. So yeah. with Devontae Adams not there, he has to, I mean, I don't know who's gonna step up and take those uh goal line touchdowns, but it has to be Aaron Joe. They have to give him more opportunities um to be able to do to be able to do that. So I'm excited to see that and I think he, he can help you throughout the season. I'm in line with you. Aaron Jones is my next running back as well. Um, with j- j- just like you were saying, with all those losses at receiver, they pretty much have no choice but to be like like running backs and wide receivers de facto, pretty much because they've got nobody else. Their top draft pick is injured. They're working with a bunch of backups and older vets. Randall Cobb's still there. Like, how much yeah, does like, he have come left? On, man. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Robert Tanyan still injured, coming back, <laughs> working his way back. So there's pretty much nothing there in terms of receivers. So and Aaron Jones is great out the backfield, great bubble screen dude. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to him this season as well. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited to see it. Hopefully, hopefully I don't have to pick him, even though I wouldn't be mad. But I am excited to see that as well. Hundred percent. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and throw somebody out there who I trusted in the in the past, but I'm not too sure anymore. Mister Kamara, Mister Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah, I know, I know. He's towards the the tail end here of my uh, top ten list. It's just, uh, it's a lot going on over there. You know, he could be facing possible suspension. His quarterback, Jameis Winston, you know, is just in, got injured today, or was it today or yesterday? It was today, yeah. Today, yeah. Ankle injury, which thank God it's before. I mean, preseason starts this week, but thank God it's during the preseason because those take weeks in themselves to heal, and they're never right. So I am just hoping that uh, Jameis can get back there and actually get Kamara some touches because. Man, Kamara's had a hard time with these quarterbacks, man. Yeah. Yeah, since he's lost Drew Brees, it's been hard to trust him, and it's no fault of his own. He's been great. It's the production. Great. Uh, and and you have Michael Thomas coming back. Who knows what that offense is going to look like. I do not have Kamara on my list, and I'm going to name somebody that I don't think you're going to have on your list, and that is Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. We, yeah, we know he can be the number one running back in fantasy if he's healthy. These yeah. last two years have been just brutal. He's been drafted number one and number two for the last two seasons, and he has given you pretty much nothing. Um, he came at like first game of the season, put up like 35 fantasy points, and then he's out for six weeks. Then he came back, put up another 13 fantasy points, and then he's out again. For like, so you just you're like so unreliable last year, missed pretty much all of the season previously before that. We know how deadly he can be. He's a good that, that can get you six to seven hundred yards receiving, seven touchdowns, and over twelve hundred rushing yards, and another eight touchdowns rushing. So we know how dominant he can be. It's just, are you going to be on the field? Um, that's pretty much it from Christian McCaffrey. If he's on the field, great. He can be the number one, number two, three running back in the in fantasy. I just don't know if he can stay healthy. I don't know. He's got to prove it to me at this point. When you're injured like that, two years in a row. I don't know. So I have him at the back end of my top 10, but he's still just so dominant. I can't disrespect him and not put him on my list. Understandable. So, yeah, I have him on my list for that oh, exact reason. Okay. Yeah, I do have him. <laughs> yeah, I do have him at the very end. Um, but to switch it up and just get give somebody new, I'm kind of stuck between these two people. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what I'm thinking in about three, two, one. I'm going to go with David Montgomery. Oh, uh, curveball. Yeah. Curveball. Yeah. I was debating between David Montgomery or DeAndre Swift. Um, but I'm going to go with David Montgomery. Uh, I think that he's, I mean, he's a good running back. You, you take what you can get uh, in the later rounds. It wasn't terrible. 13 games, 849 yards, seven touchdowns. So, you know, it's, it's doable. Um, Bears have a new coach. We'll see what's going on there. Maybe somebody that'll put the quarterback in a better position. 
because he was in a terrible position last year. Um, so I think all of that will make a difference. And I think that David Montgomery could be a lowering, lowering guy there. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Definitely. Not, he is not on my list. Um, I'm going to run through my last two real quick, just because one of them you already mentioned, and we know who he is. Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. We don't really need to go over that, but he's, uh, he's obviously really consistent. And with Kareem Hunt requesting a trade, like he might get even more work. Really? That'd be crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's just absolutely insane to think about. Um, But my last pick uh, for top 10 uh, running back is going to be the rookie uh, Brees Hall for the, for the Jets. Um, I was debating about which, which uh, rookie I was going to pick. The last seven years, there's been a rookie running back inside the top 10. Uh, the last four, the last five years has been the regular running back inside the top five. So it's been it's been a pretty consistent thing for the last couple of seasons. Like we had Najee Harris last year, just absolutely tearing up. I mean, in the top ten. I mean, like ev- every single year, there's been a rookie that just breaks through and just is is, is a top fantasy running back. And I believe uh, uh, Bryce uh, is it Bryce or is it Brees? I don't even know how to pronounce it. I think it's Brees. Brees Hall. Okay, Brees Hall. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think he's gonna have the most opportunities um, uh, in in terms of like a rookie running back. Uh, he's a complete he's a complete back. Uh, at Iowa State, he was averaging thirteen hundred yards a season, five point five yards. Yeah, five point five yards a carry. Dude, dude had um, twenty two rushes of fifteen plus, uh, seventh in the country. Yeah, like he he just I think he's gonna have the most opportunity. Honestly. Um, the Jets aren't beholden to any of those people that they had last year. Uh, and, and and they got a lot of injuries in terms of the backfield last season. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Bryce Hall to break through and be that rookie running back that really dominates. The, it, it, for me, it was it was between him and the boy for uh, the Bills, uh, James Cook. I also like him a lot, but I just – man, they're so pass happy. I, I thought I thought it was yeah. going to be the year that uh, – that, uh, um, Devil Singletary got benched last year, and he just did. They just kept giving him the ball, which is re- the most ridiculous yeah. thing ever. Yeah, no, he, Devin Singletary. Yeah, he is terrible. He is so terrible at a running back position. But yep, they just keep giving him the ball. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna believe it when I see it when they finally bench him. Yeah, hopefully uh, they do, but who knows? Who knows? And, <laughs> <laughs> and to touch on that, I, I mean, Michael Carter was a decent running back. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say was is a decent running back. So I really don't know if they're going to try to you know like mingle him in. But when you draft a running back that high, you That's don't really. Yeah, I'm like yeah, like you don't believe in me if you draft somebody that position next year that high. Yeah, and it's like he was decent. You know, he can't help the offense is terrible. He has a bad quarterback, but you know it's just <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But um. But yeah, yeah. So I will, I will say to uh, add one more note to my David Montgomery pick here. If you grab him, make sure you draft Khalil Herbert as well. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because Khalil Herbert is very good, and you know, injuries do happen. That's true. Was there anybody that that uh, you didn't touch on your list, or did you get through everybody? No, because I agree with you with Najee Harris as well. He just wasn't uh, okay. as high. So yeah, all mine are good. I threw him in as like a little curveball towards the end. 
Yeah, so, so just some so just some uh some big names that neither of us had uh on our list. Obviously uh uh Ezekiel Elliott from last year. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, from, not from last year, but just Ezekiel Elliott. He, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's just so hard to trust him, man. He's been getting worse every single season. His numbers just go down, down, down. His yards per carry, his touchdown production, he's doing nothing out of the passing game. It's it's hard to trust him. So that was one name that neither of us had on our list. Yep. Um, Cordell Patterson, he went off last year. Crazy. Don't trust that at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just running through names. Uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, drafted by the Washington football team. And he's been struggling in practice with fumbles. He struggled last year with fumbles. I don't know how much he's gonna get. I don't know. I don't know if Brian Robinson takes over the job or if he continues to be the number one. We'll see. Damian Harris for New England. Yep. Yeah, I think he might be fifth, like top fifteen, but I don't trust him to be a top ten running back like he was last year. James and the Conner. biggest one. There you go. Yep, that was the dude. His numbers were so skewed by touchdowns. No way in hell am I gonna trust him to do that again. Um, I'm trying to see if anybody else big that we missed. I think a big one that most people have had, have had in their top ten that we didn't, neither of us had was Javante Williams. Yeah. Um, just because if you listen, everything come out out of of Denver's training camp, they're, they're like all they're doing is talking up Melvin Gordon, how important he is going to be in the passing game, and how and how uh, they really want to let Russell Wilson air off the ball. I haven't heard anything about how well well yeah Javante Williams is the number one yet. I still don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know that. So everybody's picking Devontae Williams as being a top ten back. I, I have to that's another one I, I'm gonna be late on. Like I'll have to see that to believe it. I'll be late to the party on that one. Yeah. I mean you gotta think about Russell Wilson game game too. Like Yeah. He he's a big scrambler. He he needs somebody to block like he runs around in the pocket, like in literal circles. Like he needs somebody that's gonna be bigger that can like, you know, get a block off or two, you know? Yeah percent and uh two people i had on the outside were cam Akers. i was really close to putting him inside my top 10 and uh, i think you did have him inside your top 10 uh, or did you have deandre swift oh no no i was i was debating between him and david montgomery okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, ha- I have those two sitting like right on the outside like they're right in the cusp for me yep uh if only deandre swift would be healthy and detroit has like ten thousand running backs i don't know what they're doing over there and they're all decent well a couple of them are decent so it's yeah. like yeah yeah because everybody got hurt and the next one come in and give you 20 fans yeah it's like <laughs> what yeah what's so what weird going on yeah and they got to like their four string and he's putting up 15 and you're like okay well i mean yeah, yeah. it's I, crazy. I didn't even know who that person was i was just picking up and dropping them week by week and then it's they, ridiculous yeah yeah, no, it's so crazy. Um, I guess to touch on. By the way, uh, yeah, James Conner had 15 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, man, this is ridiculous. He was just yeah. falling. He was just falling in the end zone. Yeah, falling in. Um, but yeah, somewhere I'm not touching is the 49ers running back situation. I just I don't have any clue of what's going on there. So I I, I think if he's healthy, it's Elijah Mitchell. I just don't know if he's going to be healthy. So I'm I'm right there with you. Exactly. That's like the thing is their offense is very good with the run. So who's ever in there does good, but it's just you don't know. And then they might be out the next play. Yep. So. And same thing with the Jaguar situation. Is it James Robinson or is it Travis Etienne? I'll wait and find out. I'm not drafting either. Exactly. Same similar thing with the Ravens. The Ravens have a lot of running backs. 
Um, it could be J.K. Dobbins, but I I don't know. I think if he's healthy, it's J.K. Dobbins. I think you by think like so? week, I think by week four at the latest, it's J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the year. For okay. sure. Okay. What about Gus? I mean, what if Gus gets healthy? That's still J.K. Dobbins. You still got J.K. Okay. Hundred okay. percent. I, I still got J.K. Dobbins leading that running back. I'm sorry, leading that backfield. I still got J.K. Okay. For me, for me, it would still be J.K. Is there anybody that we missed that's a big name? I don't think so. Um, I just want to note really quickly because I was looking up their roster. I forgot they got Mike Davis as well, which is. Oh my God! Yeah, we're not going to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think oh, a, uh, the, the only name I see that we missed out on is a big name, uh, uh, Josh Jacobs. I think he'll be in that 10 to 15 range mm-hmm. where he's always been. Um, yeah, I don't see him jumping inside the top 10. I don't see him falling off the top 15. So, yeah, you I think too. I mean, six games a year, he is facing some tough front lines. Yeah, I know. <laughs> six games, like, man. So. But yeah, Josh Jacobs is decent as well. Um, He might be be, um, open more with Devontae Adams there, you know. Sometimes you have to double Devontae, so I double him every time. (laughs) I double him every time, personally. You just can that offense. You still got Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Exactly. So somebody's got to be open. We'll see. Man. All right. But, yeah, that is our top ten list of our uh, fantasy running backs heading into this next season. We'll yep. be back next week with wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, just make, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at In Between Game Day. We're going to give you guys updates. And we'll start doing some stuff on YouTube shortly, hopefully. Exactly. We'll get you guys some videos uh, for waiver wire pickups and stuff during the season. So, yep, just make sure you guys follow us on everything. Send us in your questions, any advice you need, and we'll get you guys right. Exactly. And like always, to help you win your league and not ours. <laughs> so, so we got you. Just follow us. We know what we're doing. Trust me. Championships every, every year. We we every, know what we're doing. Every single year. So, yeah. That's going to be from us. Later. Peace.